I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes, yes. Round 10 here. Magic round. Nothing better than the footy being back. No game this afternoon, unfortunately, but jam-packed with two games tomorrow, three on Saturday, three on Sunday, all at Suncorp Stadium. If you're going up, uh, have a great time. Uh, Unfortunately... I uh, had tickets and uh, some family stuff's come up, which has rendered me not being able to go, but it looks like a cracking weekend. Uh, and for everyone going, I hope you enjoy an awesome weekend of footy, and I hope you enjoy an awesome week of Supercoach scores. We're back with the Supercoach preview for Round 10. Uh, around 10, where there's some key matchups happening, uh, key trades, ins and outs, many, many suspensions, which we touched on earlier in this week. No need to run over them. You guys know uh, the big implications that they have, especially when you have a guy like David Fafita with 850k on the bench. But today, as usual, it's all about those captains choices, hot takes, buy, holds, and sells, and a listener Q&A. Let's get straight into it. We have a jam-packed week with buy, holds, and sells. There's much more options coming up, especially with round 13 coming up and Origin happening. Uh, first on the list, I've got my buy of the week in Ryan Madison. Now, there's a little bit of concern about him playing Origin, but I think with Frizzell and Angus Crichton locking down the back row positions, Freddie going with a more uh, versatile bench, I think Maddo might escape selection. Uh, I personally think he's a bit underdone for Origin as well, but I've got him as the buy of the week. We're going to get him at the cheapest price possible. Uh, no Origin, playing round 13, ticks all the boxes. Tyson Gamble, next man on the list. Uh, what a breath of fresh air he has been for the Brisbane Broncos, providing a fantastic impact in that uh, that starting side. I like Gamble. He's got a fantastic floor. Uh, I think the job security is pretty good. I understand Brody Croft's lurking around, but the Broncos have been playing fantastic with him there, and it'd be very, very silly to um, look to, to dump him out uh, for someone like a Brody Croft, considering how well the Broncos have played, regardless of the draw coming up. Uh, yeah, I think Gamble's a fantastic option at the price. Playing round 13 as well um, could definitely help out. Next man uh, won't be playing Origin, unfortunately, but I still think he's head and shoulders above the rest of his peers in that position. That is Payne Haas, uh, proving yet again why he is the best front row forward in Supercoach and basically has been the best front rower since his rookie year. Burst onto the scene in 2019, um, playing a, a long period of, of time on the field, and that's when he really stamped his foot uh, for selection in most people's sides. A lot of people were worried this year about the lack of minutes, the talk going around all preseason, but it looks like he's just pumping out scores week after week, and Payne Haas definitely should be there or thereabouts in your side. The first bit of the hold list, and it's not so much a hold to keep in your team, but it's a hold off from buying. Um, I've got Max Fiago. Now, yeah, he's a cheapie. He's got a great floor. He plays around 13, all very, very well. But Cody Ramsey on the extended bench worries me, especially with job security. Then you might say, oh, what about if he shifts into the centers? I mean, Jack Bird's been killing it. Zach Lomax will be back very, very shortly um, after that discount thumb. I think he was out for three or four weeks. So probably not enough time uh, for Max to be viable to pick him up for origin. So unfortunately for him, uh, I think he's a big hold off. The next hold I've got here is Jake Simkin. Now, dropped by Mike McGuire this weekend. Uh, it sucks, but Mike McGuire is so quick to change decisions week after week. So I think don't panic sell Simkin. Just hold him, and, and he'll probably come back into that side eventually uh, throughout the year. 
the next man I've got as a hold slash sell, and it's Cam Munster. And I think this is very subjective based on your teams. Now, he's in a very similar boat to David Fafita. He's going to be missing the next two weeks with injury. And then he has a, a weird run with Origin. The thing that is a saving grace from him, five-eighths are going to back up a lot differently than um, a second row would be. I think Munster is the kind of player that is happy to go out and still put out a similar output for club after Origin, um, considering his game isn't revolved around uh, making 40, 50 tackles a game. So I think he can still have a similar output compared to someone like Fafita. But if you're going to sell, there's plenty of options to, to pick up the 5-8 spot looking at. You've got Matt Burton, you've got Cody Nicarima, um, you've got Adam Dewey if you want to take a punt there. I mean, Jerome Law, if he doesn't play Origin, Cody Walker as well. So uh, plenty of options moving forward. It's just a case of whether you want to waste the trade because Munster is probably inevitably uh, going to come back into your side after Origin. Uh, the next hold I've got is Connor Watson, um, just from the sheer fact that he's still a great option to play for round 13. I understand the minutes are a little bit of a worry, but if he can put out any kind of output around 50 points a game, you'll lose a little bit of cash, you won't leak too much, uh, and I think Watson will be a fine hold until then. As for Mitch Barnett, with the news that Kalen Ponga is now out for the next two weeks, that will see um, him most likely goal kick. I don't want to put my uh, hopes on it. But um, you would expect he comes back into the goal kicking, which uh, should boost him by another 10 to 12 points at least uh, moving forward. And then through the origin period with KP in and out of the side, I think he'll be goal kicking as well. Um, the first of the cells is David Fafita. Uh, sheer uh, point being that he is suspended for two weeks and then will battle in and out of the side uh, through origin. And like I said, he's probably going to be playing 80 minutes for Queensland and expected to do a lot of work. And yeah, they, I just don't see him backing up as effectively as someone like a Munster um, through the origin period. And I think you might see a few poor scores, which will tank the price and you'll be able to pick him up for a pretty reduced rate considering his break-even is about 150 right now. And the next man on the cell, list. I've got Siasiwa Takiaho. Uh, lost the goal kicking. Adam Kieran is on the bench now with Sam Walker there as well, so he even moves further down in the pecking order. Uh, he's battling that rib injury still, and he's on the bench. Uh, his break-even is 62. I think best-case scenario, he's going to be hitting that uh, most likely. He'll be around the 50 points. Uh, and then, yeah, could still be leaking cash, considering he is already 470-odd K. So, yeah, Big, big week of buy holds and sells. Plenty more names we can put in there, but try to condense it down as much as possible for the guys who are pretty highly owned. How crucial were captains last week? Uh, obviously highlighted by Tommy Turbo. Uh, just to give a rundown of the captains that we suggested last week, Nathan Cleary had a fantastic game. Uh, Kalen Ponga also had a fantastic game. Tavita Pengai Jr., uh, not so much. Tommy Turbo, uh, big captain choice here, obviously star of the week last week, and Dave Fafita, who was also, uh, could have been better if he wasn't sent off, would have went over 100, but yeah, pretty happy with the Tommy Turbo pick, um, let's try and back it up again this week, I think uh, the fullback position is pretty key this week, I had Kalen Ponga in here as well, but uh, with the news that he's out injured, that obviously strikes him out of here, but for captains this week, uh, we're going to kick off with a VC option in Tommy Turbo up against the Brisbane Broncos now, the Broncos concede 0.8 ppm uh, against all fullbacks. That ranks them the second worst team in the NRL uh, in terms of fullbacks uh, with points conceded. Um, he's four games back from the uh, hamstring injury. 116, 118, 68, and 191. So pretty phenomenal stuff there from Tommy. Uh, I guess the only downside is he has a career average of 61 against the Broncos. This next one could look like a masterstroke or it could look like a big egg on my face. But we're putting James Tedesco in the captain category uh, against the North Queensland Cowboys. A very, very ideal matchup. They concede 0.78 ppm against fullbacks. That ranks them for the fourth worst side in the NRL. 
Teddy has a 178 career high versus the Cowboys, so if we can get anything near that to replicate Tommy from last week, I think we'll be well on our way. Also has a 70 career average against the uh, Cowboys, so favorable matchup, favorable average, favorable uh, high score. Hopefully, Teddy gets more involved. We saw glimpses of that last week with the uh, try assist, and we just hope for a couple more uh, versus a pretty, pretty nice matchup for this week. And the last man for captains, Clint Gutherson, uh, one of the best pod pickups for the fullback spot over Origin uh, a couple of weeks ago. They are versing the New Zealand Warriors. With the Broncos being the second worst team conceding uh, points against fullbacks, there is only one team that is worse, and it is the Warriors. Uh, they are ranked dead last in terms of points conceded. Uh, Gutho, the last time he played at Suncorp Stadium, scored 75, and he also has a 66 career average against the Warriors, but it's that matchup uh, that I really like, considering what Turbo did. Now, I understand Turbo and Gutho are very different players, uh, but the defense looks shaky when you can see 36 points. I think you're going to have a hand in there. No Dylan Brown this week either, so if you've picked up Gutho, I think it's going to be a bit of a, a left footstep move uh, to sidestep the pack with uh, with the captaincy on Gutho, which I'm definitely not against. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Well, hot takes. Uh, last week, I'm going to call it a pretty much nail on success. We had four picks. We had four winners. We had Nathan Cleary over 100. Dave Fafita over 80. Payne Haas over 80. And Brother Normie over 60. Going to try and back it up uh, for round 10. We have uh, four more picks. We have James Sesco over 100. Jack Whiten over 100, Dane Gago over 75, and Jerome Luai also over 100. So, uh, yeah, the season tally is currently 24 correct picks out of uh, possible 40. So, let's try and make that uh, 28 out of 44. So, yeah, rocking and rolling. All right, put the call out last night for some listener Q&As. You guys responded. The very first question comes from uh, Nico underscore Renault. And he asks a question which I have been sort of looking at this player for a while, and it's, do we buy James Fisher-Harris or his minutes too inconsistent? Now, we had a look at James Fisher-Harris's minutes before recording this. He has played less than 50 minutes twice all year. One of them was against the Broncos, where he played 49 minutes, and the other one was last week against the Sharks, where he played 35. After getting the early try and getting through a mountain of work in the first stint, the game became a blowout. Uh, Moses Leota played more minutes than average. Scott Sorensen also played a fair few minutes as well, so wouldn't be worried about uh, James Fisher-Harris and his output moving forward. Like I said, less than 50 minutes twice all year. One of them was a 49. One of them was last week in a blowout. So the 65 average is uh, definitely still uh, ideal. Uh, for a guy that's a dual position option and we're playing round 13 and definitely no um, origin. Back-to-back questions from uh, Nico. He says, best prop target. We touched on Payne Haas before, but another man, uh, I think he's James Fisher-Harris himself, to be a Pangai Jr., Luke Thompson. They're the ones that stand out to me. Uh, moving forward. Uh, King Zar asks, Tam Lolo worth getting? Joe and I touched on this a couple of days ago. I would definitely be waiting on Tam Lolo just to see if the output continues rather than jumping the gun after one week. This next question I have got a thousand times from you guys this week, and it's, I have both Fafita and Munster and a few other players that are leaking cash. Do we hold Fafita uh, or a big no? I think out of those, you hold Munster uh, and trade Fafita. He's the more expensive player. He's the one with the higher uh, break even. He's the one that's going to leak the more cash, the one that's got more of the uncertain game time. So I'd definitely be trading Fafita out and picking up uh, some, someone else and fixing, fixing up the other leaks in your side. Uh, Chat asks, keep or trade Mommy for another center like Opposhik or Olam? 
Uh, I'm not sure if Momorowski gets back into the side, to be honest, with the way Burton's playing. If Penrith are serious about going after a premiership and not worrying about developing other players, Burton is the better centre, in my opinion. He's fitting into the team better as well than Momorowski. So, look, as a Tigers fan, I'm pretty happy that we've let him go. Uh, that's two years in a row now where he's sort of bounced in and out of teams. And I think Matt Burton may have held the center spot down for the rest of the year. I'd be trading Momorowski out for a guy like Justin Ollum, uh, who I think is severely underrated. Alex asks, is Curran a buy? Uh, I don't think so. If you've missed the jump, I would be leaving the current train altogether. The underscore Cashos asks, looking to replace Munster, any love for Norman with Lomax out? He's kicking goals and covers round 13. I really like the Norman pickup, in all honesty. I know it's probably against the grain, but Normie uh, is playing some really good footy recently. Got a tough game this week, so I'd probably wait uh, a week. But after that, I think uh, Norman could be a very much go-ahead player for your 5-8th spot over the coming weeks through Origin. Uh, TZDHG underscore asks, is Papali worth the buy this late? I think so, definitely. Uh, you're going to be losing cash on him altogether. But if you can get over the fact that you are going to lose a bit of cash, uh, dual position gets through round 13 origin, probably a season-long keeper as well. Uh, it's going to pump through some work, so I think, yeah, definitely worth the pickup. Uh, Jamie asks, is Schuster a hold with the matchup against Brisbane this week? Uh, yes, I think this is the last week you can hold Schuster viably until you look to move him on. Aiden asks, who should we captain, Jack Whiten or Turbo this week? Can't decide. I forgot about Jack Whiten all completely. Uh, he has a fantastic matchup this week. If you want to go very, very pod, I would definitely VC Turbo and Captain Whiten uh, against the Bulldogs. I think that could be anything. The, the Raiders probably fire back as well and really rip them apart. Uh, Xander asks, who is a purchase you would have now with round 17 in mind? Um, probably Tohu Harris. I think he's probably the premium option to be picking up if you don't have him for round 17. Will asks, thoughts on Satili Tupanua and this week, good draw and low break even. Uh, yeah, we touched on Satili a couple of weeks ago. Um, look, I think the, the time was to buy him then. Not sure what happens with Boyd Corden when he comes back. So that puts me off Satili now. I think uh, picking him up last week or the week before, whenever he came back, was the move. But now... Uh, with the with the inching closer to Boyd Corden's return, probably give it a miss. Jacob asks, what player will finish with the highest average for 2021? Uh, all preseason, I said Tommy Turbo, and I'm going to stick to that prediction. I think Tommy Turbo uh, will average the most. Uh, Nolo Krobo, I can't pronounce that. Must have round 13s. Uh, Ryan Madison, I think, is the buy of the week. Uh, James Fisher-Harris, Papa Lee, Reed Marnie, if he doesn't play Origin, uh, all probably ones to target for your round 13 size. Just look at the guns that aren't going to play Origin and, and go from there. Amon Dan Dan asks, Walker or Schuster for Gamble? Um, would probably go Schuster. I think Walker has two pretty good matchups uh, with the next two weeks, and you can sell him for a good profit. Uh, he then also asks for a Capewell replacement. Now, I'm not sure how much money you have, mate, but if you've only got the Capewell budget, probably would look at someone like a Justin Olam um, or a Stephen Crichton to pick up for a Capewell replacement. Uh, the second last question is, do you think Papali'i will slow down eventually and drop back to a 550, 650 price K range? That one's from Chris. Um, look, I still, I think he'll slow down. I still think he'll average well over 65. Um, if you buy him now, you're probably going to lose 100K or so. But yeah, you'll take that with the, I guess, the flexibility that your side can have and the fact that he will cover around 13. And the last question comes from the Tool Dad. Will we see Tedesco resurrect from the grave like Jesus, or is his 2021 season over? Nah, uh, he's going to be the second coming of Christ himself. I think Teddy's going to rise back up and definitely challenge for the top two, top three fullback ranks, but we're going to need a couple of big weeks from him after Origin and the run home. Uh, that was everything for the listener Q&A. Uh, we'll move into trade talk. So, 
Fafita comes out, I think uh, it's just too much cash to be sitting on the sideline with inconsistencies, as we touched on in the sell category. Uh, also, Takiyaho comes out. I was tossing out between Takiyaho and Barnett, but the fact that Pong is out and Barnett's going to pick up goal kicking probably now until midway through Origin. So yeah, probably happier to hold Barnett. Um, so yeah, Fafita and uh, Takiyaho out. I'm going to bring in both Eels uh, edgeback rowers, Mado and Papali'i. And then uh, my reserve options, I think, are Tedesco, Laurie, Watson, Walker, and Madison. Um, so, yeah, I get to choose between the four of those, which isn't too bad. Um, for this week, I think Watson might drop out, depending on if Sam Walker plays or not. But, uh, yeah, that's Trade Talk. If you want to see the full team, it gets posted on the socials every week. Uh, the injury curse is real, so if you want to stay away from injuries, and don't trade in Madison or Papali. But... Yeah, enjoy the week, guys. Magic Round is uh, is great, so enjoy. Uh, have a great week. Thanks very much for listening. Keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 